0: KYW news Radio Original Podcasts. <laughs> this is a special edition of The Rundown, Philadelphia's local news podcast. I'm Jay Scott Smith, here with Sabrina Boyd-Circuited. And Sabrina, it's time to get ready for the Halloween season.
1: It's been Halloween season, Jay. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween season starts on September 1st for... A lot of folks, it always takes me a little while to get into it, but I spent last weekend at Eastern State Penitentiary, Watching some scary movies, so I am fully in the mood now.
0: You get full on into Halloween season. My birthday's in early September, and I know it's that's how I know it's the fall when I look up and after all summer long, I start seeing Halloween decorations shortly after (laughs) Labor Day is over. It is Halloween weekend, and we're going to talk about everything you need for a very spooky celebration, whether you're going out in costume or just staying home and going to binge a bunch of scary movies. I mean, this year, Halloween does indeed fall on a weekend, and we are going to make sure we enjoy every second of this here on the special edition. Of the rundown, and we're not coming alone. We are joined today by our friend Andre Bennett. He does a little bit of everything here at KYW News Radio, and he knows everything there is to know about horror films. Andre, welcome to the show, sir. Uh,
2: thank you. Thank you very much, Jay. Uh, Sabrina, hello. I feel like you're overstating it somewhat. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I know everything there is to know about horror movies. You know, we got to but...
0: put you over, man. We got to bring you in. We got to bring you in, Make you sound good. I, I I know. I know a fair bit. I've. I've uh... Got a few uh, got a few picks. And we also are joined today by Holly Stevens. She's one of our returning champions here. She's our photographer, videographer, one of the most talented young ladies you will ever meet. And she joins us once again here on The Rundown. Holly, good to have you once again.
3: <laughs> good to be here, Jay.
0: What are you guys doing for Halloween this year? TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Still figuring things out A little bit, a little bit
2: You know, we had some ideas here and there We had, uh, there were some events that looked Kind of good um, Apparently there are a couple uh, Towns in um, in Jersey that go all in on the Adams family Oh uh, Our uh, digital managing uh, editor uh, Luca, she was telling me About uh, uh, Her hometown, they have like a whole bunch of Adams Family related events. So we were looking at that. My fiance loves the Adams Family. That's I, cool. Uh, Very specific. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy the Adams Family myself, the, uh, the show and, and the movie. But uh, right now, we we're aiming towards probably just kind of hanging out with some friends, having like a bonfire or some sort of seasonal activity, uh, watching scary movies. We have been watching uh, quite a few. To lead into uh, to lead into the day,
0: <laughs> and Holly, how about you? We'll get to those scary movies in a second. Holly, how about you?
3: Yeah. Um. So one of my best friend's birthdays is actually on Saturday. Um. I'm not really. I. I don't know. I, I kind of like dressing up, but she is determined to get. Us to all dress up as fairies and roam the city. So I guess I'm doing that in the rain on Friday. <laughs> and then um, on Saturday, uh, one of my friends is having a Halloween party. So I
1: might show up there.
0: And how about you, Sabrina?
1: So this weekend, probably keeping it pretty low-key. I really want to be home in case any trick-or-treaters come. I have never until this year since I lived with my parents anyway, lived in a place where trick-or-treaters would come by. It was always in apartment buildings. We have a nice front porch. It's decorated. We've got candy prepared. I'm really, really hoping that those trick-or-treaters come by. Powelton Village, if any kids are listening.
0: (laughs) We finally met somebody who wants to see the trick-or-treaters and the kids come to I the house. I do so and...
1: badly. I never got super into Halloween parties. Ever since I got too old to go trick-or-treating, I've just wanted to host trick-or-treaters.
0: Welcome the kids in. Have the big <laughs> bowl full of candy and yeah. everything Just that That's actually really cool. I Halloween has always been interesting for me because, again, like you, I haven't really been to a lot of Halloween parties in the last few years. And trick-or-treating ended a long time ago for me. I think this weekend I try to keep it a little bit more low-key. Halloween itself, for me primarily since Halloween Sunday, I think nothing is going to be more scarier than just simply watching the Philadelphia Eagles and Detroit Lions. (laughs) I am big into, especially this time of year, I'm not a huge horror movie guy, but when we get in the month of October, that's when business picks up for me. And Andre, I know you've seen, maybe not all of them, but a large amount of them and you're not just a not just a producer here and a writer here you also write our what to watch column one of the hottest things on the internet right now apparently is the the what to watch column so what are some of the top horror movies that you would recommend
2: that i would recommend well my tastes kind of run a little uh a little bit away from center I guess uh, I did host our, uh, our our cult movie podcast, Cinema Obscura, for a while. Mm-hmm. So as you can probably expect, you might not get a whole bunch of conventional picks from me. But at the same time, there are some you know some classics that that I have to acknowledge. Now I have to admit, when I was a kid, I was very squeamish, couldn't stand the sight of blood, uh, didn't really care for being scared too much, and I was really a huge wimp when it came to horror and then i went to college and i was kind of forced to watch peter jackson's dead alive hmm. which is a zombie comedy it's amazing it's drenched in blood <laughs> and it has a kung fu
0: priest so wait a, what a movie with zombies bloody
2: and kung, a kung fu priest kung
0: fu priest Yes. I mean,
1: you need kung fu in there. Come on.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's just the
1: icing on the cake.
2: It's uh, from Peter Jackson, the director of the Lord of the Rings movies, back when he was doing low-budget horror. And this is kind of like the apex of that period for him before he started doing uh, bigger budget and a little more grounded stuff as well. Is but... this like Evil
1: Dead style, like yes. over-the-top gory? Very, very much cool. so. Cool. And
2: uh, Evil Dead is, a, is something I kind of dove into right after that. Uh, Good the first yeah the first one it, it's 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 hard to be shocked nowadays but i think that the evil dead is still insanely shocking like there's this one shot where a, a zombie stabs a girl in the achilles tendon with a with a pencil and that still gets me to this day that movie's not quite as funny as the series would become like right now i'm actually wearing uh an Army of Darkness hoodie, that's the third Evil Dead movie, and that's more of like a fantasy comedy. But uh, Evil Dead 1 is still solid scare. Uh, Evil Dead 2 goes full tilt into comedy and has some of the best physical humor I've ever seen in any genre. So that's definitely worth checking out.
1: Last summer when we were still like locked down and couldn't go out to movie theaters, but drive-ins were a big thing, yes. I went to see – back-to-back the Evil Dead 1 and 2 at a drive-in and it was just the perfect that's the kind of thing you want to see at a drive-in movie Mm -hmm. I had never seen them before I leaned hard into into the like just the style of it and there were definitely like people who love that kind of like cult classic there it was it was great
2: yeah that's you're right those are perfect for drive-ins the Halloween movies are kind of a gimme The first one is one of my favorites. Uh, Obviously, I try to rewatch that every year. I did this year. Halloween 3, however, that's the black sheep of the franchise, although it finally got its due over the years. It's the one that doesn't have Michael Myers. Mm. The plot has Mm. to do with witches, uh, a conspiracy involving booby-trapped Halloween masks, and robots. (laughs) uh, Love it. And women really, really, really being into Tom Atkins, who was a uh, '80s uh, genre actor, still around, still active. Uh, he was also most people probably would remember him for Lethal Weapon One. He's in that movie. He's the guy whose daughter is killed in the beginning, but it's that one's a lot of fun. Even without Michael Myers. In fact, probably because it's not really a slasher. It's just more of like a weird gonzo, let's just throw in everything, paranoid, conspiracy, thriller movie with some genuinely messed up stuff in it.
0: It's it's one of those where it just says, let's let's just get weird. let's Let's just do it before we bring Michael Myers back in. And
2: of course it failed, so they brought Michael Myers back. (laughs) yeah
1: <laughs> uh. now have you seen there's a new like revival of it right? I
2: haven't actually seen the the reboots yet. I've heard good things about Halloween. I've heard mixed things about Halloween kills, but I am looking forward to this just there's so there's so much because now with this streaming landscape, we are spoiled for choice, yeah, especially Halloween because not only do you have your Netflixes and your Hulus, you have like Streaming services that are devoted to horror like Shudder. Yep. You've got stuff everywhere. Every week there's something new. Obviously, I try to narrow it down and point people to stuff that uh, might be especially worth their time with what to watch. Uh, but with, uh, with Halloween, it's just like there's so many picks. Like, like there's stuff that I probably won't even get to. Um, there's a movie called The Hidden, which is amazing. It's a sci-fi horror movie with Colin McLaughlin from Twin Peaks where he plays uh, one half of this buddy cop duo trying to find a killer that can hop into different people's bodies and just goes on like – just goes on a huge crime spree, stealing expensive cars, listening to loud punk music and killing whoever gets in its way. <laughs> It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely wonderful. Nightmare on Elm Streets are actually – they became a favorite of mine because they're more elaborate and and inventive than your standard slasher. I just love the different dreamscapes that Freddy Krueger does. I love Freddy Krueger as a character. I mean I love him as a villain. I don't love Freddy Krueger as a character obviously because – He's a child murderer. But
1: well, that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, that there's that minor <laughs> issue yes. of,
0: of why he's there in the first place. Exactly.
2: But I love him as a villain. I especially love Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. But I think everyone loves that movie with, with good reason. It's probably – it has the best cast, I think, as far as just – it has – as far as the characters, it has a lot of characters that you actually care about. Because in most slasher movies, it's just a bunch of annoying teenagers. Even when I was a teenager, I, I thought, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So – but with this movie, it takes place in a mental hospital and there's these kids who are going – who who have been suffering and going through their own crises and Freddy Krueger targets them and the only person who can save them is Nancy, the survivor from the first movie. Of course. And now she's like a dream therapist. So – it's actually there there are moments that are legitimately very disturbing and sad and poignant, but then there's also a scene where Freddy's skeleton fights a dude. <laughs>
0: So you get a little bit of everything.
2: Yes. It's it, very Ray Harry uh, Harryhausen-esque. It's like, you know, all of a sudden this crazy horror movie pauses and becomes Jason and the, Ar- and the Argonauts for like
0: <laughs> five minutes. So I just thought of something as we're talking about this is that we've all had at some point in our life like that first moment where we saw something that just – scared us whether it's a tv show or or a movie or something like that and kind of going around i want to kind of go around the horn here on this to see what was the first thing it could be a, it could have been a little kid teenager whatever that you just saw that just freaked you out i'll go to holly first for this
3: oh boy um i've always been really squeamish when it comes to movies and honestly like october is the only month that you'll catch me like participating in scary movie watching to be honest <laughs> But when I was younger, there were there were two movies that I saw that still to this day, like I can't really watch. Uh, So the first was uh, The Poltergeist. I was like probably five or six watching this. I don't even know where my parents were, but somehow I managed to watch it and it just terrified me. I remember just like having nightmares for weeks about getting like sucked into my TV and this like entity in my room. that and then uh, arachnophobia when I was younger <laughs> and I've never liked spiders but that just kind of did it for me and I remember like I think I went to like a museum or something a few years later and they had you know those giant spiders and stuff and I, I couldn't do it I had to like stay out of the room <laughs> so through that I kind of learned that I really don't like scary movies but It's the month to participate, so I'll I'll participate.
0: You you humor it for October at the in the very least. (laughs) I I don't blame you for arachnophobia. I saw that as a kid. It's terrifying. Like
3: (laughs) those spiders are so big, and they just like the noises they make.
2: Oh, yeah, that giant one in the end, the one that ends up on fire. (laughs) That's like, yeah, I was just like, nope. Like my fiance just watched that uh, the other day, and I was like, I'll be in the other room. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that'd be me too. Sabrina, how about you?
1: So the first scary movie that I ever saw, I avoided them for a long time. Um, Sometime in high school, um, my student council was hosting a scary movie night, just like amongst the council for, uh, you know, group hang. So I had to go. I wanted to see my friends. So I gave in. And the first movie we watched was The Ring. And you know, I don't know where that really lands on the scale of scary movies of all time, but for me, I'd never watched any scary movie before. It legitimately stuck with me for 7 days. I'd like jumped anytime the phone rang after that. And then once I got through 7 days, I was like, "Exactly. Okay, the curse cool.
2: is broken." Cool.
1: Like I oh, do I awful. do think that kind of broke the the fear for me though and I was able to watch a lot more scary movies after that. I don't know why that Stuck with me so much, and I didn't really believe that Samara was going to come and get me. But maybe there was a little bit of me that did.
0: Hey, the, you just don't, you don't want to take that risk, no. <laughs> That's hey, the thing. right? This, you really don't. You don't. You it, it's those are the best ones where you don't. You, I know this isn't, but just to be safe, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna test fate yeah. on this one. How about <laughs> oh, <seriously>. you, Andre? <laughs> Thriller. So we were going to get to that. <laughs> I'll let you tell your story, and then mine probably is is a little different too on that one.
2: I I mean it came on MTV. I was like maybe 4 years old. And the moment he turns into a werewolf.
0: Yep, that that's it. I, that that's was it. it. I We're was done. just like,
2: nope, I can't do this. Can't do this and it scared the hell out of me for years <laughs> until I, I was an actual until I was a grown man and finally said, I'm finally going to rewatch the first half of thriller. I'm finally going to get through this and I did. But dude i can't
0: i can't watch that now it's been almost 40 years since that video came out because this is like 82 83 i think it was that video came out and it's the same thing because i think you and i are pretty much the same age i might be like a slightly older maybe by a few months or whatever but i was about four years old and my dad is huge into music motown michael jackson was a force of nature in the early 80s everybody knew him he was all over the place so Mm -hmm. here comes this thriller video I was just young enough to remember the Beat It video because I was – just remember apparently my mom said I used to just dance around whenever the song Beat It just came on. I'm four Mm -hmm. years old. I don't know any better. And then here comes this thriller video, and it's on MTV. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of cool, and he's walking around. Next thing I know, this dude hits the ground. He turns up, and I just see the eyes. Yeah. That's the 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 scariest part is the the, eyes. It's the eyes. And and next thing I know is I just start running. I just thought that (laughs) what happened to him? And my mom just can't. She has to chase me through the house because I just started running. My dad – because, of course, I still remember hearing this is dying laughing at this. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever. They just scared that just yeah. scared the hell out of this kid. And he's run out of the room. I'm freaked out by this. Even even eventually getting me to come back and watch the rest of it where they're the zombies and now it's the the world famous zombie routine where they're yeah. dancing. That's the cool part. It is. But I'm still freaked out. And then I think even at the end of it with the Vincent Price laugh, he turns around. into those damn eyes. again. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> keep him away. I still can't between that and you'll never get me to say the word Candyman more than once because hmm. oh that's goodness. that's Dang. a safe bet. That's, that's the one bet. time I'm going to say yeah. that because yeah. it's those two things. I recently things. Uh, just
3: watched the new Candyman. And How is it? I'm still terrified. Oh, my. It's terrifying. <laughs> I was with a bunch of friends, thank God. But like, there's a lot of mirrors in my house and I actually have one in the back that I need to hang up. And even like today, I like looked in it real quick and I'm like, OK, let me just turn it around <laughs> so I don't have to see it.
0: I stayed in an apartment that had a bathroom that looked like the one in Candyman. And it just messed with me forever that I just Nope. I, I just want to get in here, get out. And, and every time I walk past that mirror, it's just like, yo, uh, sir, I don't know if you're here, but we're not going to test this fate. You're going to... I mean, I'd just be scared of that bathroom. The bathroom freaked <laughs> me out too, which is its yeah. own thing, but it's just... That is what I think about when I think of some of these crazy just moments of just... As kids, we we all had a point where the sca- it went from being super scary to really cool and really funny, and then now at our age, it's like, this is just really creative. It's really just cool stuff yeah. and everyone might have a favorite because we already had our scariest one Andre what is maybe your favorite horror film if you can, if you can narrow it down God, to one. that is that's
2: really hard to narrow down malignant which just came to it was on HBO max for a while it'll probably be back at some point but it, you know it's past the first 30 day window I think that's going to be a new favorite of mine it's like this crazy like Jallo inspired movie with a twist that I don't want to go into because, you know, even if you can figure it out in the beginning, it's not quite what you think and it doesn't look like quite what you think. And when you see it, you're just going to be like, oh my God, what is this movie? Yeah, it, it's hard. I like, I have a bunch of favorites listed here. Videodrome by David Cronenberg, which has like uh, James Woods with a. Fleshy VHS doc in his chest. The guest, which is Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey as based in like this weird uh, cross between Shadow of a Doubt and the Terminator. I love it. A return to Oz I had on this list because maybe it's not quite a favorite, but it's scary. If if I saw that when I was six, because I didn't see that until I was an adult, but if I watched it when I was six, it would have like given me nightmares for like years. Uh, So yeah, those are some of my favorites. The original Dawn of the Dead, I love. Phantasm is a new favorite. Um, KYW Hall of Famer Steve Nikhazy got me to watch that for our podcast and it took on an added poignance after my mother passed away because it's a movie about death and about dreams and kind of about the intertwining of of those things and also just about coping with, with loss. That might be right now kind of pretty close to the top. But there's also a movie called House from Japan, which is up there as well. It's absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. It's like these four uh, high school girls spend a week at the one girl's aunt's uh, house in the country and it's haunted. Of course. And well, yeah, naturally. <laughs> it's basically like if you took Scooby-Doo, put it on harder <laughs> drugs, <laughs> and made it genuinely menacing and disturbing even while it's cartoonish and zany.
0: Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> it's lovely. That one's on HBO Max and the Criterion mm-hmm. Channel. Uh so if if you have either of those services, I wholeheartedly recommend it. That's like near the top of my list right now. But it's always shifting and I'm always looking for new things. I like subscribe to Fangoria now. I read uh, the horror sites. I'm in a horror community on Clubhouse. Um,
0: so you're all in.
2: You know, you can even hit me up on Twitter and tell me, hey, have you heard about this one? Uh, I'm at Andre Bennett Go and I take all suggestions under consideration – I will uh, definitely, uh, you know, look at whatever, and uh, I also give suggestions. Oh, no. My favorite right now is Mandy because <laughs> – sorry. I'm looking at my Just list. keep thinking of more. And they keep coming back to it. <laughs> no, Are you no. sure
3: this is a list? This sounds like a little notebook.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Mandy stars Nicolas Cage at his cagiest. Ooh. It would have been my favorite movie of 2018 had Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse not come out at the very last minute. And it's a wonderful kaleidoscopic almost movie that has moments of great stillness and also sequences of utter chaos. It's beautiful and it's absolutely monstrous. It's bat crap in the <laughs> if i if I can put it politely in the best ways, and I think it's Probably Nicolas Cage's best movie in years, wow. at least for me.
1: High praise. Up until
2: this year's Pig, which is, which is also like a wonderful performance that I think he should be recognized for. But Mandy is a favorite. Mandy, it's, it streams on Shutter, but you can also rent it on like all the services. It is like – it's like basically if you – it's like an airbrushed van <laughs> of a movie. It's like – Interesting metaphor. It's very metal – it's like a, it's like an airbrushed van or a black velvet blacklight painting, or a fantasy or Frizetta fantasy paperback cover of a movie.
0: Hmm. It's
2: that kind of thing. I, I, can only describe it in in those terms really. But it's definitely worth watching. I give it my highest recommendation. It's one of my favorite movies, and I would say probably right
0: now my favorite horror movie. There's a lot happening outside of the house this weekend as well. And Holly, I know you've been working on the to-do list for us. What is it that you find exciting that's sitting on deck here for this Halloween weekend?
3: Oh, yeah, there's um, there's a lot going on. Um, so I guess if like you want more of a scary experience, uh, there's a fright factory in South Philly. It's in the basement of a an 120-year-old building somewhere like on a like right off like Columbus Boulevard and it looks terrifying uh it's split up <laughs> into like three different themes so that's going on till Sunday um and there's also as Sabrina went to there's Halloween nights at Eastern State Penitentiary it used to be you know terror behind the walls but now it's like 15 different attractions and there's a mixture of like some pretty terrifying stuff and some le- and, like more educational things like that um and then I think if you go into like more like Cutesy Halloween stuff. Uh there's a dog Halloween parade in Northern Liberties on Sunday. I actually might bring my own dog to it. Please do.
0: It M- might bring so your fun. own dog. You might bring the dogs <laughs> to
3: it. Yeah, no, she would love that. She she's too sociable. But there's that. <laughs> Please um, take
0: pictures.
2: <laughs> I like if, if you've if, uh, if you've ever seen if, if you follow us on Instagram, you may have seen in our stories at some point pictures of Holly's dog, Miss <laughs> Cherry Nelson. Yeah,
3: I, I post her on KYW's Instagram, too. So, she's really a, a kyW
0: character <laughs> she, all
1: her own
3: she is the official
0: <laughs> the official pup of kyW news radio she's a uh, she's an adorable little little dog both of them are yeah, adorable yeah. little dogs but I, I'm a huge cherry Nelson
2: stan, so. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah she has her own Instagram too which is kind of funny um but there's also uh, one of my favorite Halloween movies is hocus pocus yeah I think it's the- hilarious. Uh, I actually watched it like this past weekend. And the PSPCA and IKEA are teaming up for uh, a drive-in movie in the IKEA in South Philly's uh, parking lot for Hocus Pocus. So if you're into that, I think it's like 45 per car and, you know, proceeds go to benefit, you know, the PSPCA. So that's great. There's also a spooky golf at uh, Franklin Square that wraps up on Sunday, as well as like a twilight tour of the Betsy Ross house. That seems like a little bit spooky, but you know, I'm sure it's not like terrifying, terrifying. And yeah, there's like a scarecrow walk going on at the Morris Arboretum. I think there's like 10 different scarecrows you can walk through. The theme this year is heroes. And so like a lot of the scarecrows depict like uh, essential workers and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, and then there's, you know, Philadelphia Zoo does this every year, the boo at the zoo, like trick-or-treating and wearing your costume. So that looks kind of cute. Oh, there's a Day of the Dead bike ride, too, on a Sunday. Uh, It meets in South Philly, and it rides to the uh, altar that's in Love Park. So you can, like, you know, learn more about the Mexican tradition and ride your bike. You can dress up. But yeah, like, off the top of my head and, like, skimming my list a little bit, like, those are the ones that really stick out to me. But there's, like, loads to do this weekend for Halloween. Oh, and if you want a party, the mushulu, the boat on uh, Penn's Landing, is having a party. So that looks kind of cool.
0: So of course, if you've got kids, you also might be going trick or treating. You might be coming past Sabrina's house, but be sure (laughs) if you she's waiting for for the kids to show up. By there, we have candy. (laughs) (laughs) She's prepared, and we also have some tips on how to do that safely this year.
1: Yeah, so the City of Philadelphia has released some COVID safe guidelines. You know, last year, and some people might continue doing it this year. Everyone had kind of those shoots, or they were like tossing candy to kids (laughs) (laughs) had a lot of really creative ways to do things Um, we might not be getting that creative this year because it's a little bit safer but kids are not vaccinated so it is still you got to be cautious so the city released these covid safe guidelines and the wonderful hadas who was recently on the rundown reported on this The top two recommendations from the city are to stay with your group and don't go into people's houses. Acting Health Commissioner Dr. Cheryl Bedigold. Most people celebrate Halloween outside, which is great. This is not a great year for indoor Halloween parties. Dr. Bedigold says if you do anticipate being in a big crowd, even outdoors, masks are highly recommended. A regular mask that covers the nose and mouth, not a costume mask.
0: And those are just some of the things to keep an eye out for definitely to, in order to help kids stay safe.
1: I'm really glad that she pointed out the regular mask, not the costume, not a costume mask. Because once <laughs> again, when I was at Halloween nights, I saw somebody there with like a full face mask. Um, I saw a couple people wearing wearing masks. But the thing is, those give you little like mouth holes to breathe through, which is completely counterintuitive to a <laughs> COVID mask. So, you know, keep in mind that you need a mask that covers your mouth and nose, even if you have a different type of mask.
3: Yeah, I saw some pretty creative ways last year. Even last year, people weren't wearing actual masks for their Halloween costumes when I was, like, trying to give out candy. So we'll see how it goes this year. (laughs) Probably not.
0: (laughs) And the thing is, with some of these masks, especially like the ones I wear, like these cloth masks that cover your face and everything else, if you wanted to integrate that into a costume... That's something you
1: can do you too. You definitely could.
0: You can ask yeah, people. Yeah, it's not or... that
3: hard. There's yeah. a lot of characters out there that hide, you know, their faces anyway that you can like portray too. And I'm it's sure great.
1: every store is selling like Halloween themed masks. If you want, you know, there's got to be something cute that you can get.
0: Really quick, Andre. I know you just mentioned your social media here. One more time, how can people check out what you're check out what you're doing, give you suggestions, and hear some of what you do in talking about movies? Because Clearly, you've done this before. This is nothing new for you.
2: Well, you can find me on uh, Twitter or, inst- or Instagram at Andre Bennett Go. That's Bennett with two N's and two T's. Uh, if you want to uh, listen for some of my other uh, suggestions and such on KYWnewsradio.com, there is uh, the podcast that I did called Cinema Obscura. All the episodes you can find there. And there's there's some – I think there's some solid picks.
0: And that is on the Odyssey app, by the way. Yes, you can also check it out on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcast. Miss Holly, how about you? How can people follow what you're looking at here in the city of Philadelphia?
3: Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Words by Holly, H-O-L-L-I. Um, you can always follow KYW social accounts because I help produce stuff for those. So, you know, KYW News Radio on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, I would say
1: that's about it. And I feel like this is the perfect time to mention our Weekend John, which is a weekly newsletter. You can sign up and we have uh, things to watch from Andre, things to do from Holly and kind of just the biggest news, biggest podcast of the week. So if you want those straight to your inbox.
2: Game of the week, too.
1: Mm, yes. Yes, I too. Shout out to Rachel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. And, and Dave. Rachel and Dave, the entire crew. And here. Luca
1: for putting it together.
0: And Luca, see, we're starting to actually have a lot of names now. I'm starting <laughs> to, to kind of remember. It takes all of... a
1: village, so it... everybody knows that's more than just the couple of voices you hear on here. There's a lot behind the scenes.
0: Oh, please, yeah, please understand. This is not something that just singularly is done by one person. There is a whole team effort here, and you've gotten to meet two of the most important members of this team today, Andre making his first trip onto the, onto the big show here and Holly returning to us once again. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us for this special Halloween weekend edition of The Rundown. Which is a production of KYW Original Podcast. The show is produced, of course, by Sabrina Boyd Circa as well as Brian Seltzer. The director of podcasting for KYW News Radio is the great Tom Rickard. I'm Jay Scott Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at Jay Scott Smith, J A Y S -S C O, two T's, S M I T H. It's real Jay Scott Smith on Instagram and Facebook. Of course, you can hear me every afternoon on KYW News Radio, starting at 3 o'clock for Philadelphia's afternoon news on 103.9 FM. You can follow us on Twitter at The Rundown, P H L. Again, The Rundown rundown phl listen for free on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast again i'm jay scott smith thanking you for joining us for this special edition of the rundown